0: Welcome to one more episode of Sales with Asle. Not the last episode, just another episode. Yeah, that was you there. scared me a little bit. I, one like more. I that sounded done. like
1: this is it. We got this one more. We're shutting down the house.
0: This is it. This is it. One more. This is it. No, this is just the next episode. Mm-hmm. And Tab today. I want to talk about something that I think are on a a lot of sellers' minds, humans' minds, because of what's happening all around us. It seems like prices are going up, gas prices are going up, rates are going up. Uh, It seems like everybody is having to negotiate. We've been in the process of negotiating several um, long-term contracts with customers, and it just... It seems like we're we're maybe I don't know if the challenge has gotten worse but it's certainly a topic that most people are talking about. So I want to uh, I'm excited to, to dive into um, some of the things that we've learned over the years mm-hmm. related to g- negotiation. I mean, I know it's not it's not a problem for you. You No, you, no. You I you just always, instantly price. I never just negotiate. tell them sorry you always your price. You yeah, always get what you want. Take, but I I have to it. I struggle. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, you, you know, like a lot of things in my selling career, now that I'm getting gray hair, I, I learned from you. Um, and you have been, you know, I mean, think about it for all these years, Tom, think of all, I know we're, we're all dealing with it a lot right now, yeah. but you've done this your entire career. I've watched you, you, you have been the key negotiator for, for Aslan on lots of big global multi million dollar deals. And a lot and of
0: I, competition in our market. I mean, lot I mean a lot of, of times we start with 10 companies and it narrows yep. down to three and yeah.
1: And you know that, like you said, I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've seen the exact same thing. A lot of we're seeing a lot of searches out there. What, what are mm-hmm. what are salespeople looking for? What do they want help on? And we're seeing mm-hmm. negotiations, price negotiations. Price is tough. What do I do? And I was thinking, there's nobody better than you, nobody, Tom Standill, <laughs> uh, to uh, kind of share some some little nuggets of wisdom.
0: But well, risk- I, I have I have learned a lot uh, over the years, and, and you know it started when I, in my first job in sales, I was a mortgage originator, and that's a hard thing to do is is to defend your rate when somebody else has a lower rate. When I was in the mortgage business, the rates were in eight percent. Actually, it started at thirteen percent, and and by the time I left the business, it was eight and a half percent, something like that. Wow. So. It's crazy to think about that. Although we're kind of headed back. Yeah, we'll be there soon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hope not. (laughs) Um, But that was it. Was very difficult for me when I started career. So I said, "Well, I I have uh, you have eight and a half, and and the other company has eight and a quarter, and that's going to cost me fifty thousand dollars. What are you going to do about it?" And I'm like, "Uh, "I'm I'm a really (laughs) nice guy. I'm a nice guy." (laughs) Um. So I, I learned I learned how to. Have that conversation, and then obviously, as as we you know been in this business for now over twenty five years, um, you know learned a lot from not only from my experience and your experience and all the Aslanites' experience, but also in working with hundreds and hundreds of reps and watching what works for them. We've learned a lot, and so today I wanted to talk about I think the two most surprising things about negotiation that most people miss. And I like it. You, I'm intrigued, ooh, Tom. Yeah, I'm, like I'm you. gonna. You're I'm pulling gonna, me I, in. I, I'm going to talk, I'm going to share something I think is going to blow some people's minds of something that I've done probably maybe close to 20 times that have worked a hundred percent of the time. And it's a scary tactic. And I hate to use the word tactics. It's a scary strategy, but it, but it, it, I don't want to even use the word it works, but it's a, it's something that Changes the temperature of the relationship and moves from an adversary relationship to a partnership, where ultimately uh, a fair price, a contract is created where both parties feel great, and you you can defend what you what you um, the value of your solution, and also um, helps you win. Yeah. Right. It helps you win in the face of, of competition. So I want to dive into those two things. Yeah, which,
1: Tom, I know, because I, I know that's the big thing with a lot of folks is you just don't want to just drop your price. You know no. what I mean? Just go, oh, okay. right. Done. So it's it's like we're not trying to crush somebody. Mm-hmm. We're trying to crush them. We just want a win for both sides. We want something that's fair mm-hmm. that both parties feel good about. So totally exactly. looking forward to seeing your, your truths here.
0: All right. So the number one thing, Tab, everybody got a pen. Everybody, yes. number one thing negotiation begins or starts in the first meeting. Mm. Most people, when you look at a sales process, most people have negotiation towards the end. I'm thinking about what's going to happen in the end in my first meeting. It's critical. What happened the first game? Let me me just kind of give a little setup, a little background. Professional negotiators, like people like purchasing agents who go to negotiation camp and learn how to negotiate uh, or people that are just really good at it, their biggest leverage point is the dark, right? Mm. They keep you in the dark. You don't know who you're negotiating with. You don't know what other prices they offer. You don't know what they value. They love to keep you in the dark. And when you're in the dark, you're scared. <laughs> <laughs> and so <Right. laughs> you're, you're, you can't wander around. You don't know what to do. Um, and, and I was in this situation a couple of years ago where you know, I've been working with a company, a large large 500 fortune 500 company uh and we've been working with them for quite a while working for how what, what's the solution going to look like what's it what's it cost and what do they need and all of a sudden it went to purchasing and all of a sudden everything went dark i couldn't talk to anybody and it's like what's your best price and then they would come back and say, could you do this and so they were trying to keep me in the dark um, yeah. but fortunately because of of understanding this concept of the negotiation starts in the first meeting we had been on site multiple times met with multiple people knew everything about the organization and so when negotiation started i wasn't in the dark because i found mm. out all the information i needed to know in the light a similar situation is uh, on a personal side there was a, a renovation company we were thinking about renovating our house versus selling and um They met with us initially and learned, you know, and what you typically do when you first meet, when you're in sales and you first meet with a customer, you kind of think about, well, what do they need? You know, I'd say, I need to renovate my house and I want to do the whole thing. I know you work with a friend of ours and that's what I want. So they go, great. Let me quote Well, then I went dark (laughs) because I wasn't sure I wanted to renovate my house. I was thinking about selling it. I had a lot of other options. I was talking, I went dark. And mm-hmm. so they, all they knew was what I said, I want to renovate. They came up with a cost and they proposed that and that's it. They didn't know. They, they didn't have a lot of information. So when I went dark, they didn't know what to do. Um, so the first meeting, the first couple of meetings is key. And then I want to talk about what you need to know and what you need to do. That's good. So, No, good. no. Okay. So what do you need to know? You need to know what are all the customers' options, not just what they're talking to you about, but what are all of their options? Like in the case of this Fortune 500 company that I met with TAB, and you probably know this because you were there, one of the things I didn't know I, couldn't, I didn't is they had a relationship with a competitor. Ah, another division. I know and what that, you're talking about. That, yeah, they had a relay. I did not know. I missed that. But I need to know what are all their options? Who are they working with? What are the possibilities of, of everything that they potentially could do? And then what is the value of, of each one of those options to them? What, how do they value those? How do they think? What do they think about? What are um, What's important to them? How, how could those options affect what they do? Um, because if I know that tab, Mm-hmm. Then I can respond effectively later when it gets into okay, well, you're, you're you're too expensive, right? Yeah. Or we're talking to somebody else, or we're thinking about something. You already know what they've already said about that.
1: Yes, I just had this. Okay. I mean, literally the exact same situation because it basically came back in the end. Mm -hmm. You know, when things are getting ready to go to procurement, it's like, oh, you know, every gosh, I'm getting all this pushback. We're going to have like we need to cut this in half. Mm -hmm. And he's telling me this needs to be half the price and all this. Well, I knew exactly what his other option was. You know, I mean, it was like, he already told me earlier, he'd said, I know what they're thinking. They're going to do this. And it's in a different country. And it's really cheap labor. And they're going to make stuff up. And it's going to be complete crap. And I knew that was the other option, right? it totally changes the way you think about. So I'm like, I know they know the value and what we're doing and what we're going to do. So I'm not going right. to just go drop the price, but you're right. If I didn't know that it's very scary. You could be like, well, shoot, that could be my competition in there. And I got it. What am I going to, how am I going to work this? Yeah.
0: So what is, you know, what is perfect. their view of value? What are they, yes. think, you know, like, for example, if they say, well, we could do it internally, mm-hmm. you know um, like the back to the, renovation company I work with, if they would have said, okay, what, are, let's talk about it. So Tom, you're, you're thinking about renovating your house and um, you know, that's what we do. We take the whole thing over. We manage it. We guarantee it. We do excellent work and we just turn key, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, I so said, what are your other options? You know, there's a lot of other options. And I say, well, I was thinking about being the GC myself. Okay. Well, let's talk about that. Do you have time to do that? Right. And I would say absolutely not. I don't have time to do anything. I don't, I don't have time. So all know. of a sudden,
1: the value just went way up. Right, right. Yeah, well,
0: is budget a challenge for you, Mr. Stanfield? Is there a budget a challenge? If you, you know, we're a high end company because people come to us, they want to do it right. Is that a problem? No, that's not a problem. Those are things I easily reveal when I'm not negotiating. Yeah. You know, well, who's who else are you talking to so I can kind of compare how what we do to them? Are you talking? Well, I'm talking to Bob that's got a truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, right. that's great. Is Bob have you worked with Bob before? No, I have no clue who he is. Right. So all those yeah. things, or you you think about selling your home. Mm -hmm. yeah i am thinking about your selling your home okay well if you do sell your home what does that mean well i probably won't do a full renovation well let's talk about so all of those things it's an easy conversation i'm coming home from work i'm hitting them in the driveway it's easy talk. i'm just telling i don't know i'm just talking i don't know who they are Mm -hmm. now once i'm interested if i didn't know any of that and i go hey you're a little expensive yeah they'd go no we're not (laughs) yeah (laughs) or yes we are i don't know they don't know what to say they're like well so, again, the first couple of meetings are key. And the other thing you need to know is you need to know who the players are. Yeah.
1: Well, it's that's a, huge.
0: It's who the players are. Mm-hmm. Because if you knew, know who the players are, um, you can determine, um, you know, what they care about. And it, it's really difficult if you don't know who the players are and you don't meet with those players. It's very difficult to sell through somebody. To deliver the value of your solution if you're not talking to the person who determines what will happen yeah yeah you don't ever want somebody else to say well you should use this other company and the guy the guy or the woman says why well i really like them and i haven't worked there and i've only met with them a couple of times but let me do the best i can to represent them to you they're not it's going to yeah. be tough yeah. it's going to be tough
1: they have to be all in they have to understand the value that you have to have that kind of relationship built or you're going to be at risk.
0: Yeah. So you got to, you got to know all their options, not just the options that are related to your solution. You need to know how they value and the possibility of those options being a good fit, because like there's a company that I work with, I um, met with about a year ago and uh i looked at some of their options where we're going to build something internally and that's actually what they needed to do yeah they they just they, they they didn't need to use a company like us who already had the content they wanted to build it they wanted to build a digital training program specifically around their content and they and mm-hmm. i kept i communicated if you want to move beyond that you're going to need to work with a company that can do something more than just develop it for you. You need to be able to work with a company that can provide the content. And they're like, we're not there right now. And I said, that's great. And so I don't waste time. Even though they wanted to know more about my solution and what the options are, everybody likes to know what their options are. I knew ultimately by having some of these orally conversations, what was was best for them. So I I didn't spend time with them uh, unnecessarily. Yeah, but then if it is a fit and I identify the players, now I got to do I got to do something. I got to invest in a relationship with all the players. Yeah, and the key, the key here's the key tab is you got to build it into your process.
1: Nick, tell me more about that. What do you mean?
0: Well, so I'll give you the simple explanation of the the renovation company. Um, They said, "Here's our process." We're going to come out to your house. We're going to go through everything that you need. We're going to meet with you and your spouse. Here's why. Because both Mm -hmm. of you have desires and we want to make sure we understand firsthand what their desires are. And then we're going to do this work and we're going to put together a proposal for you. And we're going to do a sketch for you and I think they call it an elevation plan. And we want both you and your wife to be there. Right. Or we're, we really are just not interested in, doing this work because we're going to spend a lot of time and effort we need to so they built a process that that included both me and my wife now they don't know who really is the driver yeah but here's the thing i was ultimately the driver in this situation but here's the thing by including claire my wife in the process they had access to claire and claire's Claire will tell them anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Claire, be quiet. You're not allowed to talk. You're gonna kill See, once her to go. She likes you. Once she likes you, <laughs> she will tell you anything. And you need somebody inside yeah. who will say who will answer the question, what happens if?
1: Yeah. Well, I've seen you do that as you mm-hmm. help me through some negotiations, Tom, yeah. where you've kind of been in my biggest challenge, and maybe a lot of our listeners at this spot too. You, you get, you're feeling really good, and all of a sudden they go, Well, you're going to have to work with procurement. Right. Yeah. And then that's like this superhero, I want to crush you on price negotiation right. person. Well, they're right?
0: comp based on how much they knock off the contract. That's yeah. how they're comp.
1: Yeah. And, I've like a little sheep being led to slaughter, Tom, Mm. for years went okie dokie. And then I just go there thinking, well, this is all good. And I get crushed and they come in and they, they just chew me up and spit me out. And I've learned just through you basically is we're not going to, we're going to, and it's, I think it's what you're talking about. You're going to change the process. We're not Mm. just going to go there. Hey, definitely get it. No, I need to go there, but in order for that to not get really ugly and just not be very productive since I kind of mm-hmm. know that this is the direction it sounds like you want to go. Mm-hmm. Can we first meet and let me show you some show you some things and then and then you can really give me some insight so when I go to that buying group that I will I will have a little bit more leverage, and I can be more confident, and I can really position some things. Would that be okay? I've seen Mm -hmm. you do that, and that has radically changed the way that I negotiate. I think Mm -hmm. that's exactly what you're talking
0: about. Well, and if if people are dealing with procurement, here's the problem procurement has. Procurement loves the dark. they like, you don't have a clue what's going on. (laughs) If you don't give me the best price, you're going to lose this deal. right? Right. That's what's happening in the housing market right now. Yeah, everybody's in the dark. So they throw out their best offer. And even with that, they put escalation. They're like, because they don't know, they don't know. And they're afraid. So the procurement loves to operate. So they're going to try to get you the, and they're comp by getting the lowest price. And if they're like, if, if they if your price was, you know, 10, and they can get you to eight, they get a comp based on the two, two points difference. Mm. But here's what they don't want to do. Is they don't want to screw up the deal. Yeah. So they know who they're representing. They're representing the people who want to buy the solution. And if they don't get the right solution, they're in trouble. Right. So they're managing this tension between getting the lowest price, but not upsetting their quote unquote customer. And if you know what their customer wants, mm. you have, you do, you have power because you're like, yeah, you can do that. You can go work the other firm. And then it's not going to, be what they want. And then they're not going to, they're not going to be happy with that and I know what they want.
1: That's a really good point. Because you know what, I I've know gotten,
0: what yeah, they want.
1: Cause I you know where I've gotten busted on that, Tom, mm-hmm. is I'm working with a lower level person. And they love, I mean, they are part of the decision-making team, but right. they're not the ultimate driver. And they're like, Oh yeah, let's just get you to program it. And
0: that procurement person doesn't care about them. They don't care about yeah. their
1: opinion because that's not really the person that they're ultimately responsible to. So yeah. the really key good is
0: to slow down the process. And, and if you, if you can build a process, whatever your process looks like, so that it includes the key players in that process, mm-hmm. so, or again, this is early, um, I'm like this is what I talk about in the first cup meeting is like, this is our process. We, and here's why this is our process. It's what's best for you. And yeah. that process and gets me engaged with the right people. And there's a reason why they should bring the right people in the room. Now I'm building a relationship with those people and I'm finding out what's important to them. And I'm in the light yeah. and I'm, and I have more information than whoever else I might negotiate with. Um, and so that's, that's the best thing that you can do. And here's the thing we got to remember Motions drive decision-making like I'm in the process of selling my house and the story that one of the couples told about buying our house I'm like I want them to buy it (laughs) It it's like I want them to get it it's like well yeah but this other other offer is higher yeah I want that couple to have it people make emotional decisions so if they like you and there's a relationship there and there's a connection they're going to help you win and even if they're at a big company and it, it, the process goes to procurement and they can't even talk to you or they'll get, you know, they potentially could get fired. If you have the information from the right people and they kind of lean in and say, here's what you need to know. Yeah. You know, that's we're great. currently working with your competitor that's existing, but we're not happy with them. And we, you know, and we really like what you're offering, but we also have a limited funds and it can't. It's got to be within this, or it's not going to work. And you know, they, you, you know, you just want them to tell you the truth. And we're and to, to just to
1: clarify, we're not mm. trying to. We're trying to land on a reasonable win-win for both parties. Yeah, and you're getting all this information, so that's what you do. That's what you're.
0: Yeah, and about. It's, and we'll talk about that next. I mean, that's that's really my next point, Tab. That's a great great segue, great transition. Is don't negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> so, so negotiation starts at
1: the first meeting, but then now step two is don't negotiate. Okay, good, good. I'm, I'm no rocket scientist, but yeah, that's... but that
0: yeah. I like to think of it as ne- don't negotiate, collaborate. Go ah. from, move from negotiation to collaboration. It's like this isn't a negotiation has a negative connotation. It's a winner-loser. It's yeah. like somebody wins, somebody loses. And it's just like that's how it feels. It's like you're gonna do the best you can. To get the best price and i'm going to do the best i can to get the to get the lowest price or yeah and i'm gonna do the best i can to get the highest price and then it's just sort of chess match and it's like it, it just feels so i like i like to do the best i can not to negotiate love it and so here's i, I wanted to kind of break up um what i recommend in sort of two categories one is when the relationship is really strong. So you have a strong relationship with the right people. And this is okay. key. Okay, when you have a strong relationship with the right people, and you can't do this all the time. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I, <laughs> I, I, I've i done this. Uh, this is what I said at the beginning of the podcast. I've probably done this 20 times. And it's always been it ended in a great relationship and a great win-win. Is the is I call it again, I just completely dropped the rope. And here's what I mean there's three steps to it. Uh, one is I say, This is what this is why we're charging this price. So I restate why my price is what my price is. You know, yes, you're, you're asking for a volume discount, and we've done that for years. If there's a volume discount and it's this price, and here's what all these companies are paying for it, and here's what they're getting for it. So what's it cost and what are they getting? And this is what market is. So that's the price. And then I say this, and this is really critical, and I have to mean this. I trust you. You know what we offer. And of course, I'm assuming that they do because I followed step one. You know what we offer. You know what your organization uh, has the possibility of investing. And you know what it's going to require to get this approved because they know things about their organization that you won't know. You just don't, you just will not have that information a lot of times. And this is obviously... That won't be true if you're dealing with you know an individual, and then i well that's the last step, which is scary scary is I go you decide what's fair
1: yeah i've seen you do it yeah I, you decided, I just completely time. dropped
0: from me. you you tell me you tell me what's fair uh, and, and I trust you to do that and to date I, everybody that i've done that've gotten more money than than I expected. Okay, so come back with Morgan. Okay, so you
1: have you have you, you they know the value. D- do you typically know kind of their what, like what they're negotiating on the lower end? Is that do you
0: typically know that? Uh, I do sometimes. It's I've done it situations where usually that's occurring where they're, they're stuck. Like they yeah. can't quite get approval or they can't get, but they can't
1: fill the gap. They know we're here and they're kind of getting pushed to go here. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you're trying to, you're trying to negotiate something in between that.
0: So I'm that's trying to negotiate. Yeah. And they really are on it. I feel like they're honestly struggling. Like I want yeah. to do this. Yeah. I'm struggling, you know, maybe they're in a big corporation and and they can't get through all the layers of the corporation. Like we were, we were negotiating, a, a, a contract, a three-year contract with a really large company. And it had to go to the CEO. And it was like their budget ended by the end of the year. And it was December. And, and so literally the, the president, it wasn't the CEO, it was the president of this big Fortune 500 company had to sign this. And so I, I don't have access. And they're like, we have to spend this money by the end of the year. Yeah. And what you're asking for, we think is fair, but it's more than what our budget is, more money that I have to spend. So I've got to get approval. I don't know what their, what approval they're going to get when they show up to the president's door, you know, two days before Christmas. I mean, yeah. literally it was like that kind of thing. And I'm like, look, I trust you. You know what this is worth and you know what you can get done between now and Christmas. Um, you, choose. You, you choose, you tell us and we're good. We'll, we'll do it. And they, every time I've done that, they come back and give me more than I expected.
1: Well, you said something I think is really important mm-hmm. for, for our listeners that is, number one, you had a great relationship with them. You 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 knew that they wanted to work with you. It, mm-hmm. it was not, you knew they wanted to make that happen and they were stuck. And I think that's really important. And when you get to that
0: point, it seems a little scary, but what do you have to lose? Well, what happens is they move from this stance of, I have to figure out uh, what's, you know, get the lowest price or make this happen to you removing yourself out like what do you think's right? Yeah, yeah. And when it's like you're you're putting the burden on them to do what do you think is fair? I will let you decide. Now, not everybody's gonna have that option. Yeah. But uh, you can at least like in the situation that you told me about uh, the other day with your with uh, your kind of mentee who's looking for yeah, a job, good example. At least you can give the other person the option to say what do you think's fair they may say i can't make that call or yeah. they may say no or they may say this is our price but what if you give them the option say listen i'm just going to throw this is what i this is what the market this, this is what i've learned about what we offer this is the value we've seen i i tr- i know you i trust you you're not going to try to take advantage of me what do you think we should do like and i've done that with existing customers where there's been uh, there's been um, issues with you know, like fees, we we typically charge when they cancel a program at the last minute, and uh, and we have to negotiate that. And you like they're like, well, should you know, should they have to pay that fee? I'm like, well, you canceled the day before, and that cost our facilitators <laughs> time right. and money. You know, like, but you do what's fair. If you don't think that's fair, you pay what you think's fair, and everybody comes back and does what's fair. It's like, I'm like, it's amazing. I just did
1: that the other day on that exact situation, Tom. Oh, really? I, I, yeah, I did. And I, I did it handle it just maybe just instinctively. I've been hanging around with you too much, but that's exactly what happened. And, and they were all saying, there's no way we're paying that. This is blah, blah, blah. And I mean, they were not, they were not happy. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I get it. I and mean, here's the reason we do this and I'll do whatever. I, I said, what I think is fair is for us to split the difference yeah i think that's, that's what, really fair but i'm gonna let you che- i said if that's not fair to you i will pay for the whole thing i'll just i'll cover it because i value our relationship but hey but and, and if they always say yes and they're like yep you're right let's let's just great
0: example of what happens to 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 someone when you position it that way and again you cannot be manipulative when you do this cannot no. you have to mean it I had, you remember when Napster was a thing and people mm-hmm. could download music for free? My kids were probably, uh, the one I was talking to at the time was Taylor, my second Um he probably was 12 and he was downloading music for free and he's was, such a rebel to <laughs> that taylor god i can that, see him long hair uh, just
1: yeah being crazy and he goes
0: I, dad I, I think i should be able to uh he, you could tell he was like i i want to i'm going to download all this music for free i don't know how the subject came up and he says i don't think there's anything wrong with that he just kind of was talking about it i think i think it's great i think we should i think this is awesome i think i don't think there's anything wrong with it i'm like okay well what, what do you think, Dad? I said, I think that's between you and God. If you think that's the right thing to do, if you think it's okay to download that music and and you don't think that hurts the artist or the people that created that movie and you, and you feel good about that, then do it. And I meant that. I'm like, you, if, that, yeah. if you, that's between you and God. That's that. It was that. That who you are. And if you're like, you feel good about it, you sleep right. You go, he goes. I hate when you do that. <laughs> and what he was saying is he goes now he has to carry the burden of what's right and wrong yeah yeah and so when we go back to people that we trust and we have a relationship and say look i want i want you to share this so like i don't want us to go and i don't want us to negotiate yeah i want you to you to decide you you know what's fair um again if we've if we've done the work at the beginning and we have the relationship we can do that but that sometimes that's not the case
1: yeah oh yeah that's exactly right (laughs) That's good. Um, yeah, this whole, the, um, this whole drop the rope Mm -hmm. piece is so important and and we just seen it play out. It it reminds me, I don't, I don't know if Tom, if you've ever read the book, uh, never split the difference by Chris Ross. Oh my gosh. It's, It's negotiating as if your life depended on it. This guy was an FBI uh, negotiator. Mm -hmm. And that's what this reminds me of. And it's like, anyway, we don't need to get into it, but it reminds me of a lot. And then that's a whole nother situation, but it's the truth. Truth is truth. Whether you're negotiating within a hostage situation or you're
0: negotiating a big deal, it's still the principles that apply. And I love that. Talk to me, tell a story about you told me the other day about your mentee who was looking for a job an internship.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That this was great. Young, young guy. And you know, he said, Hey, Dave, you know, you know, and you know, working with him, just teach him some truths as he's getting ready to go out into the marketplace. Right. And 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 uh, he said, Hey, c- can help me apply some of the things that we've been learning. You've been teaching me uh, as I'm, I'm trying to negotiate this contract for my internship. I'm like, that sounds great. Tell me what's going on. He said, well, yeah, this one company, they, the one I really likes offered me this deal. It's great. It's fair. It's awesome. Well, here's what happened. I was going to take it. Well, then this other company came and offered me the same deal, just as good a company, but they threw in like a, I don't remember the number, but let's call it Mm $5,000 signing bonus. And I'm like, okay, well, so what do you want? He goes, well, I want to negotiate $5,000, but I want to take the first job. So I said, okay, so it sounds good. So how do you do that? That doesn't sound hard. He goes, that seems
0: really hard to me. I
1: said, well, why is that hard? He goes, I don't want them to take away the first offer.
0: Cause mm-hmm. I would rather so he's not afraid get, if the I fu- go back yeah. to the first offer and say, Hey, they're paying me five grand. Will you pay me five grand? I yeah. say, no. And now we're going to take cause away. He felt like negotiation was taking a strong stance.
1: That's it. That's what mm-hmm. his mind. That's what negotiating was. And it felt awful and he felt mm-hmm. dirty. And he's like, I just don't, I said, Okay. He goes, here you go. He mm-hmm. goes, well, what would you do? I said, I'd tell you, here's what I would do. I'd go, I would first go, let me think like the customer. Right. Think like they made you an offer. They think you're amazing. They don't make these offers to everybody, mm-hmm. okay? And you got it immediately. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling pretty good like that. So if I go and I, and I figure out a way to ask for the 5,000, here's three, one of three things happens. This is just what I think. Just I've been around for a while. Number one, they go, Done. Match it all day long. Of course. Thank you for telling us. Two, huh. That's interesting. I, let me go talk to the other partner and let me see if I could make something like that happen or three, they go, you know what, we just don't do that. That's just right. not, we don't, I know they do, we don't, and you know, maybe better if you go work for that organization, but you know, if you, if you, if you really like us, you will come. Said, those are your three options. I said, are you good with all those? He's like, I'm good with all those. I said, well, then just relax. So all you, and so, so here's what he did. He basically just went and said, hey, listen, you know, I know I'm kind of, kind of, kind of making making my decision. I appreciate the great offer that you guys offered, but I just wanted you to know I have another organization that's offered the same thing, but thrown in a five thousand dollars signing bonus. That may not be an option for you. Totally know that I understand it, but I just wanted you to know that was on the table. So if you guys would or could do something about that, you know, just let you know. You know, just letting you know. And then he just paused. And the person said, of course, we'll match that. Of
0: course. No problem. Because his view of negotiation was, I've got to play hardball. Yes. I've got to go to the, I've got, okay. He wants, he was, he's been, he knows he's supposed to put them in the dark. I've got other offers. What's your best offer? <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> and it's like, and all of a sudden you just Negotiate. take that on
1: the table. It's just like, whatever. And, and I said, so, and if they had said, you know, you know, we really don't do that. He would have gone, Hey, good to know. That's yeah. awesome. Great to know. I'm, i I just want you to be aware of that because it's completely okay, in it my decision.
0: Great example too of, of make that puts us in a comfort, comfortable place is, you know, Hey, this is, you know, I remember, um, you know, somebody said to me, when I was about to have a difficult conversation. It, it was not about money, but it was about something kind of the same sort of feeling where you're not sure what to do. And the guy said, well, I was about to go to the meeting. He goes, why don't you just tell him the truth? Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. Just tell him the truth. And so I went to the meeting, like, Hey, this is what I'm grappling with. And so it's kind of, that's what drop the rope is when you're negotiating like, Hey, yeah. this is what I'm grappling with. Like we, we offer this and sell this value and then you're, you're over here and you're, you may have limited funds or you may have trouble uh, getting access to those funds or you may have difficulty demonstrating. So let's, I don't know what to do and help and, and put the, and I don't, I don't want to say this the wrong way, but let them carry that burden of solving that problem but rather than going, you have to do this. That's not, recharge this, right? And we're going for a hard negotiation. So it, when, when it's possible, I like to completely drop the rope and let them decide. Love it. Not, not, not in every situation. I'll tell you what it's really worked for the situation where I, uh, it was probably it really applied and worked extremely well is when I was working with purchasing from for it was a seven figure deal. And I, I was a little bit in the dark. Because it 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 just I certain things I just didn't get, and that's probably some of it was my error. I didn't follow my first point here of of getting information early, so I was a little bit in the dark. And they came back and came they came back with a, I mean they they dropped our price by fifty percent, and we already offered a, a, a a big discount. And and then they they kept coming back and forth, and I said, hey, listen. I know, and I named the two decision makers because I had been on site and I had met with them and I knew a lot about the organization. I said, I've met with, I'm just going to say, Jim and Bob. And I know, I trust them. They know the value of what we offer and they know the resources that you guys have to be able to. I said, I'm going to let them let them make the call. Whatever price they set, I will accept it. That's good. She came back and upped their price $20 a person, which it was all a licensing fee. So... I mean, it went up. I'd say that she came back. She came back twenty percent higher than her her original offer. And more importantly, we won the deal instantly. Yeah, because like they were like they just were like, we want to work with this company. I said, I trust them. You guys call. You make the call. And so she she came back. I mean, she could have said, why didn't she say, okay, well, we're going to go with the original number that we put out there. I wanted you to be at this number. Yep. And we'll just take that number. She didn't, she upped it. She, she added 20% to the number that she had just asked for a, a day early. Yeah. Cause she's like Taylor. She has to live with herself. Yeah, he has like, to live uh, with well, they, and they set the price, right? I removed myself. And I said, if you want to take advantage of me, you can. Yep. And people won't. Now, again, that's not going to work in all cases. So here's what, here's what I would recommend when the relationship is weak or you can't, or option one is not an option. This is what I I think is most effective is you boldly state who you serve, what they pay, and why they make that investment. And you basically just say, this is our price. I don't negotiate. This is what it costs. And, And I had a, back to the company that I talked to a year ago, I boldly stated, this is what we do. We we we've spent years and years and years and years researching and developing content that makes selling easy and effective. If you don't need that content, then you shouldn't pay for our services. (laughs) These are these are the people that need it. This is why they need it, and this is what they pay for it. This is our price. And he says, I can't do that. I was like, Well, then let you know if that changes. Let me know. And I said, If you if you if you if you're gonna if you find that this is true, and you roll out a program that you know, can't do or doesn't offer the things that I'm telling you, well, let me know. Yeah. I just got a call last week. <laughs> <laughs> saying, That's good. It's not working. It's a, All right. I wonder but, why. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's about saying this is what we, now we can change the scope of what we do and lower mm-hmm. your cost, but I don't lower my price. This yep. is what we offer. And then I drop the rope again. And then I say things like, Hey, you may not need what we offer. It may not be worth you investing in a company that does X, Y, Z. You may need to be the GC on this project. You may only, if you're going to sell your house, you probably don't need this. It's like, but we're a company that does this and we do it really well. And so that makes them want to pay more Mm -hmm. (laughs) versus, you know, uh, just pay less. That's good. Well, Tom, once again, great truths.
1: So, so won't you, won't you wrap us up, like pull it all together for us, big takeaway. Yeah, I think,
0: I think the, the, the number one thing, well, I'll just say, I'll say two big takeaways that I, that I think just if we had to wrap it all up and summarize is, is one that what the information of the people you meet earlier critical, mm-hmm. that's critical. It, 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 we need to be thinking about the end when we're in the beginning. Right. Begin with you know we need we need to be thinking. Okay, who, what are the options? Not just what are they telling me, but what are all their possible options? Who are they involved? And work diligently to get connected by to, to the people that are currently ultimately driving what you know what's going to happen. Uh, and then just b- bring drop the rope into part of your negotiation. You know you're not trying to force anybody to work with you. This is who you serve. If you would like to, if you're that kind of person, I'd love to serve you. We we're not negotiating or in a situation where it's it's it is a a difficult negotiation there is a it's very complex and it's impossible to really figure out what's happening you give, let them let them make the call yeah let them make the op, let them determine what the fair price is and they will take care of you yeah and by the way if if 50 people take care of you and one takes advantage of you you still win yes it's a great way to think about mm-hmm. it. And one thing I'll also say, Tab, is is there are people who, and we've talked about this before, who just like to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You know, they're like, just they, they look at negotiations like, hey, this is the game. I'm going to win. Yeah. I still don't negotiate with those people. Yeah. I just like, this is what we do. It's like, that's, you know. That's good. Yeah. This. And you can carve off again. You can give up something, that maybe you don't care about. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately, um, you know, it's, it's, it just, I haven't had a problem with it. When I say, here's what we do. And here's, uh, I I haven't, I really just don't have to negotiate. It's, it's when it's, when it's a big complex organization where it gets a little bit difficult.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, listen, I hope everybody got a couple of great takeaways, Tom. Awesome. Good to be with you. wisdom always love and it
0: guys give us some feedback give us some comments give us some love or hate i mean yeah, we can, handle hate. can we handle hate we can I handle hate. totally handle hate. uh tell us how to get better uh, tell us what you'd love to talk about we we love uh tab and i love hanging out and sharing what we've learned so help us do a better job of that and thanks for joining us for another episode of sales with Aslan.